Hello, and thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church of Derrida, Louisiana, recorded at our 10 o'clock service on Sunday, May 21, 2017. Our text for the morning is found in John's Gospel, the 14th chapter, beginning at verse 15. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while the world will no longer see me, but you will see me, because I live. You also will live. On that day you will know that I am in my Father, and in you and me, and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me, and those who love me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. You read the Gospels, you can tell immediately when something challenging is coming. Whenever you see in Scriptures either the prophets or Jesus say the word if, be ready. Because your faith is fixing to be challenged and your faith is fixing to be tested and there are no participation trophies for the if times. This passage here continues in our Easter series about He has risen and it's exploring the idea that, okay, Jesus has risen from the grave and, and this week it's about and, we must make a decision. And it's ours to decide. And in this passage from John's Gospel, we see him starting to point toward Pentecost. We see him starting to point the faithful toward the fact there's going to be one coming behind who is going to empower us. But Jesus isn't quite ready to let us go yet. And I'm reminded of this passage a lot whenever I look at Anna Catholic because y'all all y'all see is a cute little girl I see the other side of Anna Catholic I see the side that can be a little belligerent can be a little non-cooperative and no she didn't get that from me I promise okay she got that from our environment I'm sure but there are times where we have to tell Anna Catherine, these are the rules. And if you're going to live in this house, and you're going to live by these rules, this is what it's going to take. And John is, in John's gospel, Jesus is preparing the faithful for their future. And as one's listening in after Easter and after the ascension, we're ones looking back and listening ahead. And the first thing that we see in this passage is that like it or not, we have to make a decision whether to follow Jesus. And following Christ demands that we choose to live by God's law. Following Christ demands that we choose to live by God's law. It's not a smorgasbord. God's law is not one of those where we can just pick and choose well, I'll follow this one, but I won't follow this one. I'll follow this one, but I won't follow this one. That's not the choice. He says very clearly, 
If you love me, you will keep my commandments. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And so I think the first question you and I have to ask ourselves today is, are we serious about keeping God's commandments? Are we serious about living the life that Christ has laid out? Are we serious about loving the Lord our God with everything we have and loving our neighbors as ourselves? Are we serious about being present in the life of the faith community? Are we serious about serving in the faith community? Are we serious about tithing? Are we serious about loving? Are we serious about praying? Are we serious about bringing the young children to Jesus? Are we serious about all these things? Because if we're going to be resurrection people, that decision demands that we choose to live by God's law. And we cannot claim ignorance on this issue. For they asked him several times throughout the various gospel readings, Jesus, what are we supposed to do? It says quite clearly, I have come not to abolish the law that will fulfill it. And the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with everything you have, which he got from the Old Testament, and to love your neighbor as yourself. So how about it, church? How about it this Easter, this Easter season morning? Are we people who are choosing to live by God's commandments or not? Another way it's ours to decide on Easter Sunday and in the Easter season is that Easter people choose to welcome the Holy Spirit for direction. Easter people choose to welcome the Holy Spirit for direction through submitting to God's direction in Christ. Easter people choose to welcome the Holy Spirit for direction through submitting to God's direction in Christ. This is the Spirit of Truth we read the world cannot perceive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides in you and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while the world will no longer see me, but you will see me because I live. You also will live. On that day, you will know that I am in my Father and you in me and I in you. Who are you following this morning? Whose will are you following this morning? Whose direction are you following this morning? Whose calling are you call, following this morning? Who is it that you're following? And here's a little test. And the disclaimer, it may not be an easy test. Who is it that has captured your heart? Who is it that has captured your mind? Who is it that has captured your soul? Let me ask in a different way. To whom are you responding or reacting in life? Are you reacting to a situation? Are you reacting to a person? Are you reacting to a setting? Are you responding to grace? Are you responding to mercy? Are you responding to love? Are you responding to joy? Because when you answer that question, you will find out where you are on the Easter journey. The other half of that is that just because we think we know it today, we must always be checking it for later. 
My question for you this morning is who is it that you are choosing to follow? Because if we are going to welcome the Holy Spirit, if we are going to welcome the Holy Spirit, we must be ready to submit our will to God. We must be willing to submit our lives to God. So ask yourself this. Take a look at that metal picture of your calendar. Take a look at that metal picture of your checkbook. Take a look at that metal picture of your heart. Where is it going? What's it doing? If this Sunday is all about the choices we get to make, what are we choosing to do? And how are we choosing to live? And where are we choosing to go? For each one of us, the route may be different, but the destination better be the same. And it better be at the foot of the cross. And it better be at the foot of the cross, and it better be not only at the foot of the cross, but it should be reflected and illumined by the glory of the resurrection. But then we get to the third and final aspect of what we need to look at this morning. And that is, Lamar sounds all well and good, this idea of choosing God and choosing others and choosing this and choosing that, but here's the deal. It's not that simple. Because I've tried to follow God. I've tried to do His commandments. I've tried to do His will. I've tried to go to the Holy Spirit. I've tried to put myself at the cross. I've tried resurrection. I've tried church. I've tried Bible study. I've tried tithing. I've tried this. And yet it never seems to be getting any better. In fact, you can make the case for more it's getting worse and not better. We could preach a whole year on that one. Because Jesus never promised it would be easy once we followed him. But what I will say is that only by choosing life in Christ are we assured love and we are assured peace. Only by choosing life in Christ are we assured love and are we assured peace. And I can hear the objection coming already. Oh, Lord, that's not true. If you knew that journey that I've walked, you'd be going, that's not true at all because I have been cheated, I have been deceived. My whole life is a country western song. Whether you play from back to front or front to back. How can you stand up there and say, only by choosing life in Christ are we assured peace and love? It's very simple. There is no other source of peace that is eternal in nature than the resurrected Christ. It matters not a whit how much money you have, because all that I have yet to bury somebody with a bunch of cash. It's amazing. You don't take that on. It doesn't matter about your job, because you know what about your job? I'll never forget. Those of you that are younger may not remember this, but in 1978, Henry Ford II, the chairman of the Ford Motor Company, fired Lee Iacocca. Now for those of you who don't remember, Lee Iacocca was the founder of the Mustang for the Ford Motor Company. And there was a columnist in the Detroit paper the next day who wrote the following. If a guy, remember, under Iacocca's presidency, Ford had his first $1 billion year in its corporate history. And in the Detroit newspaper, maybe it was the Automotive Times, I forget which one, the columnist said, if a guy like Iacocca's job isn't safe, it's yours. 
And I'll never forget reading that in I Cook's biography. Must have been nine or ten years old, and I read that and I was going, There's something important. But I didn't realize until 20 years later the theological importance of that statement. If there's something we're banking our lives on that has to do with things on this earth, we are doomed. Because it is only in Christ that we find love and peace, because Christ is going nowhere. If we try to find our peace and our status in life, I got news for you. Ain't gonna happen. If you try to find love through any source other than Christ, that source is going to go away. That's why we talk over and over and over and over and over again in the Methodist tradition about our doctrine of provenient grace. Because we believe there's not a person alive who does not embody the grace of God because they exist. And so this morning, my friends, it's up to us to decide what we're going to do on Easter Sunday and in the Easter season. Are we going to people who be people who look to the world? Or are we going to be people who look to the cross? Are we going to be people who look to the world? Or are we going to be people who look at the empty tomb? Are we going to be people who look at the world? Or are we going to be people who look to the ascension of Paul Sunday? After all, let us never forget. The following Christ demands that we choose to live by God's law. Let us never forget that Easter people choose to welcome the Holy Spirit for direction by submitting to God's direction in Christ. And let us remember that only by choosing life in Christ are we assured love and peace. And this, my friends, is the word that I share with you today in the name of Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, to the glory of God the Father. Thank you for listening to this podcast from First United Methodist Church of DeRitter, Louisiana. Find out more about us at fumcderitter.org or on Facebook at facebook.com slash fumcdr. Have a blessed day.